0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Mayday Roleplay. Thank you so much for joining us for this very special one-shot of our friends at Backwards Games' new TTRPG back channels, a gothic horror pirate uh, game. Before we get the festivities going, let's do a couple announcements, I suppose. First, we'd like to thank our handler-level Patreon contributors. Their involvement allows us to uh, continue to produce and tell stories for your viewing pleasure. So thank you to Adrian K, OJPAN, BimbleWart, Cameron S, Eric A, Jonathan M, Ren, W2F, and Alex Johnson, who is one of the creators of Back Channels. Incredible. Hell yeah. uh, we're so thankful for Alex's support and also yes. for letting us play this wonderful game. I played back, Backwoods for the first time a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and I have loved it since then, so I'm super excited to be running a game for the first time. Um, not, the, not the first game I've run, I've run other games, you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, as you know, uh, you can find our content on our YouTube for VODs, including things like Tales from the Loop or Vegas by Night. Subscribe to our YouTube for regular updates of that, Backchannels Channels is Southern Gothic Pirate Horror TTRPG, so there's going to be obviously mature themes, uh, and this is intended for mature audiences, so be advised there might be violent themes, adult language, exploration of darker subject matters, please take care of yourselves, things to look out for in this specific game. Blood, gore, not a ton of it, but there'll be some. A little bit of thalassophobia, potentially. Safety tools are used at our table. X cards can be deployed at any time. It's gonna be a good time. I've talked enough now. Let's hear just quickly from our sweet little Mayday players, who they are and what archetypes they're going to be portraying for tonight's game.
1: Uh, Hello. Everyone else who goes before me is gone today, so I have to go first. Uh, My name is Caleb James Miller. Today, I'll be playing William Byte Muller. And I'm playing the smuggler archetype. So I'm going to be hiding a bunch of shit in my coat.
2: Oh, it's me. I'm, it's I'm, even... a, I, I'm the second It's hard. One. It's hard when we're not doing it like we <laughs> normally do. My name is Eli. Uh, I am playing Pika, um, the storm brewer. Um, first mate in your hearts. Um,
3: Hello folks. I'm Vince. I will be playing Colton Callaway, Florida man. Florida spy. Mm.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Zach, and I will be playing uh, Lomo Turry. Work. I am a carpenter and a swashbuckler. Beautiful. Love, love it. Oh, and I'm uh, drinking real salt water for this. No, you're Zakiya. not.
2: That's not.
0: No,
4: good. I'm not. not. No, I'm not. Oh. No, no. <laughs>
1: You did not have to do that.
2: <laughs> Something inside me? Like, yeah. in my ancestral <laughs>
0: wine? <laughs> he said, no, you're not. All right, you menaces. Let's do some piracy, baby! We open on a tavern in the Keys. La Delfin Rosada is a staple of the territory, a place to wander into when you're looking for work, rest, or just a little mischief. Ever since the end, when water levels rose and people were scattered by wind, water, and war, the Keys have been barely more than a sandbar for ships to lay anchor on. Steadily, as ships ran aground or were discarded or taken by force, a settlement rose up from their carcasses. A walkway added here, some well-placed tapestries there. Before you knew it, the Keys had become their own semi-floating city, with Bladelphine at its center. The tavern is bustling today, as it always is. Barkeeps and kitchen workers weave in and out between rowdy guests bringing food, drink, and gossip to the masses, their patrons anxious to spend whatever coin they've earned, won, or stolen. 20 minutes ago, you, the crew of the Sinkin Jacob, your modified, ironclad warship, were peacefully taking a break from your most recent venture. Hello, man. Yes, thank you. Good
1: job. That's our ship cat.
0: That's our ship cat. Uh, She's she's sitting on your captain's shoulder. Um, You were peacefully taking a break from your most recent venture, having made some not insignificant coin from the local trader, La uh, Brujenia. Then some of those dipshits from up north caught sight of bite and some terse Words were exchanged. Something about a past job gone wrong and debts never repaid. And, well, one ship, one crew. Everyone, you can either give me your vigilance score to begin initiative, or you may roll a a 20-sided die and add your vigilance modifier to it because we are in a bar brawl.
1: Oy. I'm just gonna take the flat vig because I don't trust this. Uh, I have an 11.
0: Alright, Bite has an 11.
4: I got a 14. Vig. Colton. I got a 16.
0: T- damn, girl. Oh, this more than my vigilance. I'm low moral. Glad I rolled
2: How moral? Oh no. What'd you get, bud? Oh. Well, my visual score is thirteen, but I decided to play the odds and I got a five. A yeah. five. Oh my God. I'm not
4: I'm I'm not paying attention. <laughs> not my fight, not my problem until it gets yeah, too I- rowdy. <laughs> Is right. The waiter is sitting, is sitting the plate in front of Pika.
2: Like <laughs> eating, eating, like tucking it, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm There's eating, like, like, I, I have like ale on my mouth, I, you know, just like sipping on it. Um, a full side of fish has just been laid before hmm. you. There's like a lemon wedge. It looks <laughs> delectable. Hungry priorities, yeah. My, my priorities is, you know, it's fine, they're fine, they can handle themselves.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, I imagine this happens a lot to us. <laughs> so this it is probably happen. like a Tuesday for us. It yes. is.
0: <laughs> so at the at the top of your initiative order is uh, the man who started this fight with Bite, Gregory Warm. He's this like middle-aged man who looks older than he is. One, a nose that's been broken one too many times, splotchy red skin, hair shaved down, pretty, pretty short um but with like a like almost like a a thicker version of a jedi rat tail in the back it's it's not a great look (laughs) but he's staring like he's he'd been staring at you pretty daggers across the bar and now he comes up kind of swinging a club at you bite and he's going to take a swing Uh, five, 17.
1: Is that against my reflexes? Yes,
0: against your reflexes.
1: So I have a reflexes of 13, which means I'm pretty positive you just smacked the shit out of me. He
0: did just smack the shit out of you. Um, do you have any armor?
1: I don't believe I do. Let me check.
0: All right. No. You take four points of damage.
1: God okay. damn.
0: Um, he kind of cracks you across the jaw and you can feel one of your teeth loosen
1: bite is in such poor health that the tooth probably isn't even loosened it's loose Uh, i'm picturing three of his false teeth coming free and (laughs) spitting out this gout of blood that stains parts of his beard
0: absolutely yeah one of them kind of gets stuck in your beard and he and he kind of like rounds the the club again I will exact my payment from your ad, Sir.
1: I don't even remember you, sir.
0: Gregory, we worked together for four years. My name's Gregory. Uh, and he kind of I've
1: never met a Gregory in my life.
0: And he like, you know, like moves his arm enough to like rip the fronts of his his saltwater stiffened shirt. and he's, oh. he's he's getting ready to he's getting ready to come at you again. I see. Lomo, it is your turn. Before you begin your action, uh, what what does Lomo look like? who 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 do we see before us?
4: Yeah. So Lomo, despite not liking combat or fighting or violence at all, looks like they should be in a fight. Um, they have sort of a, a old damaged tan, like oversized shirt on, like black striped pants tucked into boots and these like red rags tied around their elbow, their knees, and their wrists. Um, all normal things, except <laughs> in their huge pile of, of locks in a messy, tangled bun on their head and cascading down their face and tucked into their shirt are these reflective shards of glass and mirror that they've found. Um, and as this person will see soon, uh, they have like silvery flecks in their eyes as well. Um, from one of the features that you can read about, should you purchase this game? Um, so they are standing directly behind this person about to probably annihilate Bite. Um, and they have a Cutlass pressed to the back of their neck. Um, and they just say, uh, excuse me, are, are you sure? And that's all, <laughs> that's all they say.
0: Ooh, okay. Go ahead and roll me a threaten, a threaten roll. Okay.
4: I'd like to think they also probably got the fruitiest, like pineapple and whipped cream drink. Absolutely bad. Sadly, placing it on the table. <laughs> and that explains what happens next because I roll a nine. You rolled a <laughs> nine. So they see this like f- fizzling. Uh, pop rocks of a drink descend on the table despite the cutlass on their neck
0: I'm absolutely positive that this man is looking to die in this tavern
1: I'm not looking to die in this tavern sir he
0: he's he is not threatened by you he's this man has had a cutlass at his neck more than a few times um
1: So does that track as that's the action, right? And now we would have like the blitz, yes. which and is now sort you have of a like a bonus action, action left.
0: Mm-hmm. So you have three, which is unless you unless you have a different one from your character sheet, you have three, which is aim, sprint, or strategize, okay. which will come into play in your next, or not, uh, sorry, strategize more comes into play
4: later, but. Right. Okay. Then I Yeah, think- aim and sprint you can do. It's a sprint is like like the like movement, right? That's mm-hmm. when I okay, cool. I have a movement of 20, so I think I can. I'm gonna try to go on the other side of the table.
0: Okay, great. You uh, you circle the table, still cut this out, and that's that one. Next up is your captain, Captain Anna Yamoka. She is. 30s, light brown skin, dark hair that she keeps back in braids. The moment shouting started, she was ready for a fight. She is tall and a little bit chaotic at times. And as soon as she shot that it was about her her crew, she was up and ready to go. Falcon in one hand, Blunderbuss in the other. And she is going after one of Mr. Worm's friends who are starting to close in. So she's gonna roll to hit him. 17 versus his Yep, she hits, and she does five points of damage on him. You see her kind of like slash her sword up and uh, scrape it across this man's chest and kind of clutches and falls back. And she starts giggling. Oh yes, all right, crew, form up. (laughs) Let's show these men how it goes. And then she's going to run back over by uh, Lomo in front of Mr. Warm. Uh, That brings us to Colton. Colton, it is your turn. Please describe who we see and what you're doing.
3: Yeah, um, so Colton's kind of just hanging out in the in the bar. He's drinking a little bit. Uh, beer, as much of his as he can get his hands on. He's about probably 5'10", 5'11", average height. He's got himself a, uh, a mullet. It's, an, it's a glorious mullet. Um, a big old handlebar mustache. And he, he, is the, he is the spitting image of a Florida man, not a Florida boy. Florida man. And as soon as this shit pops off, he starts, he just chugs the last of his beer. He stands up and he pulls his uh, his 41 double derringer from out underneath his uh, his underarm harness there. He's going to take aim at, at Mr. Warm.
0: And he's going to shoot him. All right. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll. His reflex is 12. So, well,
3: that right there's a 13.
0: Beautiful. You hit him just barely go ahead and roll your damage.
3: Uh, I must've just winged him because that was about a one.
0: A one. All right. Thank you. You, you catch him kind of like in the shoulder of his, of his club arm. He doesn't drop the club. But it definitely—you can see the red kind of bloom and spread over his shirt. And he looks over at you, sharp. I'm coming for you next. Um. Uh, is there any else? Anything else you want to do on your turn? Any blix actions, any
3: movement? I'm—I'm I'm gonna keep an eye out to see if he's got any buddies coming. Roll me a search. Search. Okay, I can do that. That's pretty good. That's nah, only a nine.
0: Nine. Okay, I'll keep that in mind moving forward. Next up is uh, another one of Mr. Worm's friends. You say you see Ermine Grange, uh, a woman in her kind of late thirties. She's got these thick, thick Coke bottle glasses. Um, she looks like she doesn't really want to be in this fight. She's not. She doesn't look that attached to Mr. Worm, but attached enough that she's kind of going to halfway, like, load a, a blunderbuss, much like your captains, and uh, and take aim at you, Colton, since you just shot and hit her oh, uh, sure. captain. But she rolls... She rolls a four. <laughs> so it it creates this echoing explosion within the tavern. No one in the tavern seems that bothered. This happens four to five times a day. People get in brawls. No one's that concerned. The, the kind of the steel ball kind of just like scatters out um, and people like cover their drinks and duck their heads. It's a, very, <laughs> it's a very common thing for these folks. You know, a couple of people get like little bits of shrapnel on the shoulder and they pick it out and go back to what they were doing. You can see like the head barkeep kind of off at a corner stuck behind masses of people starting to be like, hey, hey, shh, quit your shooting in here. If you're gonna shoot, you need to go outside. No one's really paying them that much mind. And they are gonna start, they're gonna kind of like rub their eyes and start, you know, moving towards, moving towards you guys, not quickly, pretty slow. As I said, they're not interested in this fight. Um, Bite. It is your turn. Go ahead and uh, describe <laughs> who we see and what Bite is going to do.
1: Okay. Uh, Bite is uh, six foot, six inches tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wiry as all hell. Just an absolute beanpole. Uh, he probably would be pretty built if he had eaten a day in his life, but it looks like he's been on the lamb for a long time. Um, he is probably in his early 30s but the way that he's lived makes him to look closer to his 50s he looks sort of like if you took daniel day lewis and put him through the washer a a couple of cycles he is pockmarked with disease some sort of late form syphilis that is crawling up his neck Uh, he has these long distended blue veins that are bulging off of his very, very white skin. He constantly looks wet. Uh, He has this beard that is full, uh, except for a shaved bit of the goatee, and it has been wisped out and waxed, uh, and it is desperately trying to hide some premature greys, and the huge scarring that is on his right side along the syphilis marks, um, and many other roiling diseases that roll across this jaundiced man he doesn't really hold himself in in a human way it's like he's a marionette on strings there's only one portion of his body that seems to have weight at any given time um and this is just the coolest situation for him he has no problem being in this situation he's done it a million times he doesn't even look particularly stressed he looks up to that gentleman he says I think that we have gotten off on the wrong foot, and I think that maybe you and I should have a, sp- a speak about Jeremy. You and I need to have a discussion. My name's Gregory. Oh, shit. Well, never mind. And he reaches <laughs> down and from his ankle uh, pulls free from this gaitered boot um, a model 18... 1887 shotgun that spinning, rolling, uh, uh, you know, self-loading shotgun, the shorter version, primes it up against this guy's chest, smiles because everyone else is already shot first, and he doesn't get to be the bad guy over this, and he's gonna try and blow this fucker away.
0: (laughs) Roll me best of two.
1: Okay. And so that is similar to advantage, right?
0: Yes, so you roll 2d20, and you take the higher.
1: Got it. Uh, that puts me at a nineteen.
0: A nineteen absolutely beats his reflex score. Go ahead and roll me your damage.
1: Okay, two die six. That's nine points of damage.
4: I um, shit you. It also
1: says thing. that it hem, Oh shit! Yeah. Well, I won't. I won't even bother <laughs> with the hemorrhage then. The um,
0: hemorrhage would have would have mattered if you hadn't obliterated this man's guts.
1: Yeah, I think Bite, realizing there's no room for conversation once you fucked up a man's name, <laughs> primes that thing with the hidden shotgun straight to his chest, loads once, and blows a hole clean through so that he can see the captain and Lomo on the other side. And he sort of smiles, this broken tooth, yellowed disgusting brown inside mouth, uh, open grin uh, in the middle of this man's open cavity. And he'll use a blitz action to get as far away from the the fight as possible. He wants no fucking part of it. In fact, he's gonna, like, find a table and hide under it while everyone else fights. Amazing.
0: You, you prime it against him. An explosion of red mist and white little particles explodes out from behind him, kind of washing over you, Lomo, and the captain. The captain's smile does not break. She starts laughing even harder.
1: I'm sorry. I'm so- I didn't know it did that. I'm sorry.
0: You didn't know it did that. Man, I have to I have to take that away from you at some point. Oh god.
4: Ah. Wait, wait, we're not done. We're not done. And and Lomo takes a stool and hurls it at the other person that was with Gregory. I think um, they're still you, around. You, ha- you will be able to do that on your next turn, but right
0: now it is Pika's turn. Okay, fuck it up, Pika. Pika, you have <laughs> just watched your crewmates and your captain eviscerate a man. Um, and by eviscerate, I mean absolutely destroy his thorax. And you see one person coming coming up towards you Ermin Grange, their face is, has gone ashen, but you kill a person's captain and they can't technically let it stand. So they gotta the me? So they're me? still kind of coming. Not sure. necessarily towards you, but towards the group. What, who do
2: we see? And what are you doing as we're continuing this fight? While that whole scuffle just went on, like Pike is in the back just that fish came and was placed in front of them so they were slowly like smelling it and enjoying that a uh, hot meal because it's been a minute and they like they were like slowly like removing the bone from the fish and like like you know taking a sip of their ale um Pike is like very gauntish looking but they're wrapped in just an eclectic spread of things that they've acquired over the years it's all mix match, but somehow it comes together. Probably because they have this like tattered coat that they just kind of wrap themselves in, and then they have um, they wear kind of like a, a bandana over their their hair, um, and then they have this just like this long weirdest brim hat that has like um, like bits of bone and like and it's just worn all tattered all the, you know all the way. Um, under their, like, bandana and stuff like that, there is, um, it's, like, sh- almost, uh, mid-level hair, but it looks whitish in color. Um, like, all white. Um, uh, but yeah, they they just kind of enjoy the fish for a minute until the gun goes off. And then they kind of just, like, deeply sigh. Um, they're gonna summon a Gale as they kind of turn around in the chair. Um, I'm hoping to uh, expend one resolve to knock a, like a tapestry or something up in the ceilings and try to grab as many people as I possibly can. They are
0: going to make reflex rolls mm-hmm. against your, your reflex, like your ability to catch them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what's your, what's your, what's your full reflex score? Oh, uh, my reflex score is 11. 11? 11. Alright, well they rolled an 8. So you, you kind of whip the winds up in a little bit of a, a gale, and several, several different tapestries kind of pull off the rusted nails that they're, that they're on, um, and flutter down, covering. I mean Grange, but also um, multiple other patrons of the bar. You see the main the main barkeep is is still fighting their way through the through the throngs. Um oh, god not again! Pike for the love of god, please not And they're <laughs> they're trying so hard to get over to you.
1: Pika, you have to control yourself.
2: Mm. Yes. <laughs> More self-control for me. Take a sip of my beer. It's...
0: <laughs> you take a sip of your ale. Do you have any other things you'd like to do on your turn, or have you have you are you just trying to kind of stop, Vix Grange?
2: Did I did I knock everybody down, including the disgruntled uh, person, or just the one that was advancing on? Just the one that was advancing. So the barkeep, um,
0: Leo, she is she's pretty. She's like halfway across the tavern. She's doing her best to make it to you but she's really just trying, like she's mostly trying to like stop you guys from blowing more holes in her ships basically, but she's pretty far away. You do catch, Ermine Grange, and you see, you see like their form kind of go down under the tapestry, and it looks like they're still like standing, and then they slowly just kind of lay down on
2: the ground. <laughs> like they're like, this might as well happen. That's our disgruntled fellow, right? The one that they didn't want to be in the fight.
0: That was one of Gregory's friends that didn't want to be in the fight.
2: Could yeah. I use my blitz action to spread over them? Over, yeah, to, you them, go over to them? And yeah. just like put a hand out to them with like a small smile and then ask them if, uh, are you the first mate? First mate?
0: <laughs> so they're under, they're laying under this tapestry. They can't see your hands. But they say, yes, I am. Yeah. I guess I'm the captain now, technically.
2: Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks.
0: I really just want to go home.
2: That's fair. I just want to go finish that fish before it gets a little cold. You know when that cold fish is never good. Yeah, go for it. I'm not. I'm probably gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you feel ready, dear captain, could you wrap your boys up? i'm working on it i really don't there's one more i don't know where he is
0: tolstoy and about this time the captain lets out a uh, uh, captain. as a dagger appears through the side through her side tolstoy is a probably 17 year old scrawny looking kid he rolled Pretty high on his stealth, which is why you didn't see him and he rolled on your his reflex save, which is why you didn't catch him. It's <laughs> entirely luck. He fuck. stabs through your captain hey. and rips it out the side. It's not it's not deep in her in her like in the center of her torso, but it's it's enough that there's like a little bit of like a gout of blood that goes <laughs> kind of out of her side and she goes, oh fucker! And Kind of reaches back and just kind of like elbows him in the face, and Ermine goes, "God damn it, Tolstoy! Stand down!" And Tolstoy goes, "Well, you aren't—you didn't call for Captain yet. God, fucking Ermine!" And is immediately just like full child. It isn't? It, it looks like he might be her younger sibling in a way. You're not really sure. There's a little bit of a, a similarity. Um. But right about this time, Leo makes their way over and she goes, again, Anna, and, and your captain kind of looks up from holding her side and goes, look, we might have enemies. We don't start these fights. They start them. And Leo kind of rolls her eyes. Just, just get out of my bar. Just get out of my fucking bar. Um and Captain Anayamokawa kind of straightens up and looks over at all of you. Well, that was fun. Everyone report in, everyone okay? I'm oh,
3: okay. Yeah, you all right, Captain?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, it's nothing. This is, oh, this is manageable. Mm, fucking little shit that stings. Uh, Leo, can we take our, can we take our stuff to go? It's all right. <laughs> and Leo from the corner goes, "Yes, God, fucking leave, please, just go." <sighs> Great. Uh, Pika, grab your fish. Boys,
4: grab your drinks. Lomo, yours too. That oh, that looks nice. Can I can I get one of these? Oh, one of these to go? It's really good. It's really good. I didn't really get to finish it. They put the, <gasps> the stool down. They were absolutely going to <laughs> throw on the the first mate, you now captain. Yeah, get their drink back. Um. Um... Yes.
1: Bite is in the middle uh, of moving out from the, under that table, and then goes and steps through the puddle of blood surrounding uh, the former captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shakes off his boots. This place is disgusting, by the way. Re- reaches <laughs> down and uh, steals the club that beamed him in the back of the head, and then cops that into his coat. He says, "You need an inspector or something in this place because it's terrible." Bite. If you don't get the fuck yeah. out
0: of my bar right now, I'm never serving you another drink. I've never even met you. We've met seven different times, bite. I knew you before you were on this fucking crew.
1: Agree to disagree. <laughs> Who, are we, uh, <sighs> Who are we ever? Who are that's
4: we ever? We? We're men.
3: That's it. We're just innocent I'm gonna We're leave. just innocent men.
0: <laughs> she kinda she starts like fingering the, the cutlass at her side and is about to pull it on you. Uh when Captain Anayamoka drops like a small bag of, of coin on the table. Is this gonna cover it? Can we Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? And Leo like rubs her eyes in a way that kind of hides a smile back at the captain and goes, yes, we're fine. Go, please go now. And the captain kind of whistles and kind of makes a motion to, uh, to gather you all up, picks up her drink, uh, and starts prancing out of the, out of the tavern.
2: Can I walk past Leo with the plate of fish? Like I'm taking the whole plate and all. (laughs) And I'm like, really good. So good. good.
0: Thank you. Yes. I've, just go, go,
4: go, go. let just take the whole fish out Let it be <laughs>
1: known I could have taken that kid.
4: Lomo just points between Leo and the captain and go, ooh, as blind bite as they do this. Lomo,
0: it's on site next time. Mm,
4: I suppose it is.
0: Get out.
1: Yeah, okay. we'll make for the stinky. Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Stinky, uh,
0: you guys start to kind of Mosey your way out The captain is in surprisingly good spirits For having been fucking stabbed She downs her drink And kind of throws the cup Back towards uh, back towards Leo Who's walking the, the, the Five of you out Leo catches it without looking Rolls her eyes and goes back inside uh, Alright well that wasn't the worst That wasn't the worst fight ever are there any more of your little friends we should know about by, I, I feel like we need to- Oh, start...
4: absolutely.
0: Great. Um, You, when we get back to the ship, you and Norma are going to sit down and Norma's going to write a list of all the fuckers to keep an eye out for, okay?
4: I have
1: to know their names.
0: <laughs> names would be helpful. Descriptors are useful too.
1: Chips. I mean, most of them have hair. <sighs> oh,
0: okay, um, okay. Where
1: could I go from there?
0: Hair. Distinctive scars, anything like that?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Cool. Yeah, Norma. Norma will take care of that. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's that's on Norma later. Are you oh, okay, Captain? Are you going to survive that stab?
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You see, she's. Already... You're
1: going to be fine after all of this.
0: Uh huh. You're be... not going to
1: die in your sleep and then leave the position vacated.
0: Uh, that's not. In the plants, like. She's she was in high spirits, but as you guys are walking down these like these these gangplanks and you know crossing over masts that have been felled and you know swinging around ropes to to get over water crossings, she's looking a little like tender, which makes sense cuz she's been stabbed, but it's kind of it's kind of causing her to weave a little bit. And you know your captain can hold her drink. She hasn't drunk enough for her to be this unstable. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm,
1: I'm okay. You don't look very good. It's no, burning a little so. bit,
0: but it's nothing Nothing compared to your face. Okay. Well, you sure that's
1: you? a cheap shot. You've seen my face. Everyone's seen my face. Uh-huh. It's the worst thing in the fucking world.
0: <laughs> it's nothing a night's sleep won't fix. We're okay. Colton, you. Lomo, yeah. you guys okay?
3: I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Maybe we should get you to a doctor.
0: Ah, no, 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 no. no. We don't need to spend coin on a doctor. We're going... We're going back to Bodecan, remember? We're we're taking a little vacation. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to be burning.
0: I'll I'll, I'll pour some booze in it. It'll be fine.
1: It'll be fine. Stop worrying so much, Colton. Always, oh, we've been stabbed. We're bleeding. It's it's a part of the joke.
2: I mean, Captain, we are just a few moments away from potentially a doctor. Well, before we walk over to the ship.
4: I don't know. No, no, no. no, no. We should go. Captain,
1: every time you go to a doctor, they just tell you that something's wrong with you.
4: Exactly. Okay, no, 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 no. That's different. This is different. Doctor? There are several things wrong with him. There's one thing wrong with you, and you've been stabbed. I've been stabbed before, Lomo. But it didn't feel like
1: this. After <sighs> the first one, you're inoculated.
0: Uh, but... yes, man. maybe mad damn didn't feel crazy. Like this. I look. We'll get. We'll get home. We'll get back to Boriken, and it'll be. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Uh. Right. Can we oh, see man. the
4: wound through the shirt?
0: Uh. Yeah. You can. Uh. If you want to roll either an assess or a. Uh... Oh, hello. An assess or a—that's been a minute since I've had to to silence the cat med's alarm. I
1: know that's OG while. Mayday right there. <laughs> cool. Medicate your cats.
0: Yeah, assess or nurse physical. You can uh, you can roll that. Okay. Ooh.
3: Hey, Cap, can I smell it?
0: Sixteen. Lomo. As you guys are walking, you can see she's kind of like shifting the shirt away from it, like like the brush of fabric hurts which again makes sense she's been stabbed but as you as you catch like a glimpse through the tear it looks like there are tendrils of white something kind of spreading out from the wound already um they're not they're not very far they're probably half an inch out from the actual tear of her injury. Yeah, that's about all you see. It's pretty it's pretty bloody. It's starting, the, the blood is starting to slow a little now as like coagulation is happening, especially because she's been pushing like a rag on it. But you can you can see that she's not putting as much pressure as she should because the, there are these white, tendrily things.
4: They're gonna, um, I think they're just gonna pointedly look at everyone else and then take off one of the rags around their elbow and replace it with whatever dirty rag was there before.
0: thank you thank you Lomo yeah
4: um
0: let's uh let's get to the ship let's get to the ship
1: come on make for waters Uh, I
0: want to go home let's go home okay and she starts leading the way to the ship um your ship the stinking Jacob is (laughs) It's a little bit ramshackle, isn't it, friends?
1: Mm, oh, yeah. It's the best of oh, yeah. It just has some personality. There we go.
0: Yes, it does. The worst of times. It is an ironclad ship, so it sits fairly low in profile on the water. It's got, you know, plates mostly all around it. There are some places that they've been blown off or peeled off or uh, cracked. There are two kind of cannons leaning out either side. One of them you have to, you have kind of like propped up with some old pieces of wood so that it aims correctly, but it's working all right. And there is a makeshift mast up top because the uh, the steam engine that was there has given out, and fixing it has been a little bit of an issue. As you kind of come up on the ship you see your three deckhands, Raina, Edwin, and Norma laying across, laying out in the like dying sun, sharing uh, sharing an orange back and forth between the three of them. And they kind of get up and make give like a mock salute. We're heading out now, Cap. Uh, yeah, yeah yes, yes. We're gonna, we're gonna head, head out. And as she starts to try and say, we're gonna head out now, her knees crumple and she hits the deck.
4: Um, um immediately uh, d- turns the captain over and checks the wound again. Uh, uh, can someone get some sort of booze? More booze, I guess? And, and a towel?
1: Bite will rummage around in his coat and bring out a flask that he keeps on in. Um, and he looks down at the captain, who is clearly... You know, on the edge of life, all of a sudden, and half hesitates to give it to to Lomo, just like for the briefest second, thinking that if he just lets this happen, he could be captain, and instead hands it over. But after a crisis of faith, incredible. I was always going to give it to you.
0: Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking sure
4: you are but I, uh.
1: you want me to go find a doctor?
4: Uh. Yeah.
3: All right, I'll be back.
4: Yeah, no, uh, I'm sorry, Captain. This is—I don't know. I'm—I'm no. I'm the captain now, for now. You're right not. Now. It's not. You can't good. just you're say
1: not. that. That's not how that works.
4: I just <sighs> said it. I said it first.
1: You can't just say you're the captain. You can't. Uh, she's not even dead yet. I'm the captain it's of the Pika. stab
4: wound. I'm the stab if I'm wound died, captain. It's Pika. Technically. What? That's fine.
0: They're first mate, and she's she's. She's kind of using you guys' argument as a focus, but she's like, her head is lolling and she is waning in
4: consciousness.
1: You're saying ridiculous things. You're dying and you're saying ridiculous <laughs> things. We
4: all know. We all know. She's not dying. And as she says that she presses the, the booze to the boon. <sighs> yeah,
0: she's, the captain kind of grabs your wrist. I'm not dying, you're correct. As you press down on this towel, you can feel ridges forming where the white tendrils are burrowing under her skin. Colton, uh, roll me a luck check.
3: Yeah, I can do that. And that, uh, that's a straight D20, right?
0: It's a, it's a D20 and you either have evens or odds. Uh, Ooh, our... I had even picked
3: and I got me a 20.
0: Ooh, baby! You run down some gangplank, swing around some, some openings, and slide up to the the doctor's office, just as they're shutting the, their, their, uh, their door, which used to be a captain's quarters on a ship that's now completely sunk except for the very top. Um, and you slide up to them right as they're looking like they're about to head out.
3: Hey doc, doc, we need you real quick.
0: What? Huh?
3: Oh, okay. Um, where, where are we going? Uh, follow me. Our cabin got stabbed. It ain't looking good.
0: Oh, 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 dear. Oh, hold on. And uh, they kind of open up the door again. They're this like 50s, 60s pirate. Uh, they've got kind of like two long braids next to the side of their face and everything else is shaved. Kind of light brown skin. And they go back into their, into their... Apothecary, for all lack of uh, a better word, and start pulling down different herbs, different vials of stuff that you're not entirely sure what it is, and they kind of scoop it all into a bag. And go, all right, lead the way. Okay, here we go. Wow, <laughs> I'll
3: lead them right back, right back to yeah, the,
0: the gang. You plane. lead them back. Uh, is there anything you guys want are wanting to do while Colton's gone getting the the doctor?
2: I think. Pike is in the back, like hands over the plate of fish to one of the other uh, deckhands, um, and tell them to like ma- go get us some like rags, some fresh water, you know. Tr- let's try to make the captain comfortable. What are we, what are we doing? Letting them just like lay on the floor in pain like this? Hup hup.
0: Edwin Edwin takes the fish. Uh, he's eat this, this. By older- the way, eat this.
2: This is yours. You guys can eat this. It's good. Oh,
0: thank you. Good. Eat it. Edwin's this like older Southeast Asian guy with like a big, big scruffy beard and an entirely perfect smile that you don't know how he's kept this white and clean for this long. One gray eye, the other one is just an empty socket. He goes, hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, captain, captain, Shh, captain, captain. Sh- just care captain with the rest Reed. of them. Fresh yeah. water. Oh, I'll water. Cheer, I'll cheer. How fresh is water? How fresh can water ever really be, if at all? recycled? as recycles clean back as,
2: clean so, as so. possibly can. Just do not yes, 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 yes.
0: clean water. And he kind of scampers off. Uh, Raina and Norma at his heels. Norma, Norma kind of peels off actually, and and kind of puts her her legs under the captain's head as a pillow. Um, and Colton, you get back with the doctor, and the doctor sits down, you know, spreads out their stuff and starts sifting through what you guys have done, peeling back the rags, peeling back the towels and freezes as they see these white tendrils. Doctor, uh,
1: I think she might be hurt.
0: Oh, very astute of you, Bite? yes.
4: Uh, Oh, well, my. Is that bad? Is that bad? Ah. Sounds bad. It's...
0: I don't want to cause any panic. (laughs) Captain, cover your ears, please. (laughs) And the captain looks up, bleary brown eyes. I'm not covering my ears for information about my health, Doc. I... No. Tell me. Tell me like it is. (laughs) And the doctor says... I haven't seen this in a long time. This is. This is a poison derived from a fungus found up north. Uh. Dead man's fingers synthesized with, uh. a few other. Uh. Belladonna, oleander, these sorts of things, and it. it. uh. It kind of eats one from the inside out.
1: Holy oh, shit! I can't imagine what that's like. Well, there's got to be an antidote, right?
0: I can, uh, I can slow it down. Certainly, I can slow it down.
3: Well, all right, uh, slow it down.
0: I'll, uh, yes, 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 of course. And they take the spilon and they kind of start like pouring in different herbs and mixing it, and takes the water from Edwin and starts sprinkling it in and makes this kind of poultice almost, scoops it out and presses it into the wound, like packs it in and the captain screams. She, she is, she's usually in a good mood. She's usually jovial. She's usually happy. She doesn't show it when she's hurt. She screams. That's uh, that's normal. That's very normal. Uh, that's okay. Um, and as the captain's screaming, she kind of er the, the the doctor kind of beckons you all closer. You need to change this every 24 hours. It's not going to stop it. It slows it down. You have a week, maybe two. I I truly don't know what to tell you. I'm I don't know who did this, I don't know who to, who found this, who was able to this is an old, old, old poison. And, and uh, I can, I can give you supplies, but you're just going to be making her comfortable.
1: There's, well, there's nothing, no cure, no, we, we can't do anything about this.
0: I, they couldn't find anything before in the old, older days, but not anything I've heard of. There, there are stories of cure-all elixirs and magical remedies, and you know, penicillin from the old days. But that, mm. <laughs> that is ancient. I are- I don't know well, where
4: you would find something like that. Who 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 would? We have to try it, right? If, even if it's just a rumor, we can't. We have a week. It's 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 treasure stories, children. Oh, I, like the pirates? Yeah.
2: I like a good treasure story. I thought was a source of good fiction I the only one I heard of
0: with any kind of evidence of where it might be is from her home it's on Boriken the, the treasure of Kofresi it's been hidden for hundreds of years it's closing in on a thousand years Ooh, since anyone even knew where that treasure was and even during Kofresi's life no one knew if it was real
2: it's fantasy so was well, we devil try. fungus yeah so was devil fungus up until this point that's, that's a good point
3: I'm gonna i find that fucking kid though
1: <laughs> hmm. I could still take him.
0: it depends on what you'd like to spend your time on
1: oh
2: fuck uh,
1: uh, 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 you know the, the, the way the, the, that I see this this is a win-win regardless I mean uh, uh, if we can go and find this Cofreze and, and find the treasure within and take it out then not only have we earned some level of intrigue to our names we've also uh, cured the captain and if we don't at least she gets to die where she lived Right. Goddamn, but Mariqua. Oh my gosh! (laughs) And he gets entirely too close to her face.
0: Don't you? You want to go home, Captain? Ah. She's she stops screaming, but she's kind of whimpering, and she puts a hand on your face and kind of squeezes your jaw. No, that's fair. No, yes. (sighs) I do want to go home. If I'm gonna die, you better take me home. And she's, her eyes are like bleary and kind of clouding over a little bit with with exhaustion. Um, And she pushes your face away with all the strength that she has, which isn't much.
3: (sighs) Well, we know where we gotta go. Paka, I guess you're acting, Kat. (laughs)
1: Let's <laughs> not just throw around titles. Who's a captain anyways? I'm, I'm
4: still captain of the staff wound. Uh, yeah, they're, they're we could
1: all be captains.
2: Oh, that's that's fine. Fine, Why don't we just get set sails?
1: Let's do it. Yes. All right, hop set, 2 set sails. It's
4: right, okay. fine.
3: I'm going to monkey some powder.
0: <laughs> you all... Um, it's 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 an easy it's an easy transaction to get all of the herbs uh the mortar and pestle you need and enough water to uh to get you get you the herbs you need for uh getting the captain at least at least out of port and close to home you your uh your crewmates have already uh restocked the ship uh that's what they were doing while you guys were goofing off and you set sail as the sun sets. So we're going to enter a little bit of uh, travel time. It takes anywhere from five to seven days to get from the keys to Boriken. So I'm going to have every day, I'm going to have one person roll a D, two, three, a D eight for me. Um, And Uh, We'll see what happens during that day of travel. You guys set sail at night. You begin, the oceans are pretty calm right now. The wind is at your back. So you have a little bit of an easier time getting out of the keys. The night passes pretty uneventfully. However, the straightest line to get you to Borikin travels right along the edge of the Bermuda Triangle. So every day, I'm also going to be requesting a navigation roll, which we're going to, we're going to use either our wisdom or our logic to see if we can stay on the outskirts. So who's our navigator? Is that Byte? Yep. All right, Byte, if you want to go ahead and give me a uh, a logic or a wisdom roll for this first day of travel. And why okay. don't you go ahead and roll us that D8 as well? Okay. to see how our day goes.
1: We have a three on the D8.
0: Okay. Let's see.
1: And we have a 16 on the wisdom roll.
0: That is enough. You kind of, you can, you go by the stars at night and you give kind of a heading Set the wheel in a way, and you, I don't know how to sail. I don't know how sailing works. You, but you, you set yourselves right so that you are going the fastest path, but also skirting that line of questionable things.
1: Bite is incredibly comfortable at that wheel, and anytime that he hasn't been steering, anytime that he's locked the wheel, he's checking maps but he's doing so in the captain's quarters, which he has technically taken over. Like the second we got back on the boat, he decided he's sleeping there. uh, Even if the the former captain is still in there uh, cooping up. And so it's spent between readjusting uh, manically and putting his little puppeted body over those wheels and making sure that they're navigating correctly and then rushing down into the captain's quarters to double check logs and double check maps. And it's clear that he has this very worn mapped ledger in this uh, massive coat that he wears down to his ankles that is decorated on one side with these little ribbons from each of the uh, captains he's killed himself. Um, each of them little things, bands he's stolen from the hats. Um, and it is this pretty little red pauldron for the most part on that right side, but he, uh, extracts out these maps that look ancient as all hell, um, and some of them noted from his ship, um, the smile, um, that he has uh, had for nearly all of his life that he's using to make sure that we avoid that triangle.
0: Beautiful. Uh, The captain is in there with you. She's, She kind of alternates between being cold and being fever hot. So Reyna is kind of going in and out, checking her temperature, covering her, uncovering her. As you're checking your maps and doing all your calculations, you can kind of hear her muttering to herself in a language you don't really know. You've heard her speak it before, but it's none of the words are anything you, you catch well enough to understand them. She kind of sings some songs sometimes. She seems just really out of it. Is there anything anyone wants to do on our first day of travel before I tell you what happens?
2: I think Pika is going around double-checking all the store stuff that was bought, the resupply, make sure everything's good. I'm checking in with the deckhands, making sure everybody's Gucci. I'm just doing normal rounds. Um, like checking in with Raina, seeing how the captain's holding up, um, occasionally, like I don't ever check charts, but I just like, kind of just like use my hand to kind of Mm -hmm. just figure out where we are. Um, not changing position, but just kind of gauging where, uh, bite is taking us just usual stuff. Standing on deck, hanging
4: out. Colton, Lomo, anything or just kind of being around? yeah no i think um it's too early in the in the journey to be like worried about the ship so lomo usually is like a crow's nest or the very very front of the ship kind of person
0: and since you're at the very very front of the ship you are the one who sees it distantly distant 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 distantly you see something large Kind of rolling towards you. And it gets bigger and closer and bigger and closer. And as it does, you see that it is a massive wave. Not a. Not a. Not a. Not like a swell. It is. It is hundreds of feet high. Rolling across the ocean towards your
4: ship. Uh, ca- captain's. Ca- captain? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh. Okay. There's a big, huge wave coming. I don't know which captain's the captain of waves, but
1: here's your chance. I, I deal predominantly with waves. Can I see this wave?
0: Yeah. You come out on, on the deck of the ship, and it's 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 growing in size. It's getting closer and closer and closer. And it is on the side that is the
1: triangle. Yeah, I think he comes out, he takes one look at it, and he goes, hmm. And then turns to the rest of the ship and says, There might be a wave coming.
4: Uh, uh, okay. Mm. Okay. As
0: the wave draws closer, it suddenly turns. And you can see one massive fin cut one way and then cut the other and then disappear. Oh dear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the wave starts to kind of recede a little bit. The size, it goes from hundreds of feet down to maybe a hundred feet, down to maybe 50 feet, down to like a 20 foot swell. And it rolls against your ship. Someone make me a resolve check for the ship. Just roll uh, roll a d twenty and
2: add uh, four to it. I'll do it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Take it, captain.
2: So roll this plus whatever score I have for resolve. Uh, the the ship's resolve is four, so add four to it.
0: Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So the the wave kind of rolls over your ship, not not fully submerging it, but some of it like crashes over the top and you guys are kind of buffeted. One of the the panels on your side that's been loose for a couple months, years, weeks, who knows, tears off the side and starts kind of bobbing in the ocean, leaving the wood of the ship open underneath it.
4: You just see Lomo sprinting.
0: Lomo, where? what are you doing?
4: I'm I'm immediately heading towards where this this wood got fucked up and trying to like patch it as quick as possible with whatever we have which is probably other broken parts of the ship. Absolutely. Yeah, you have some other broken parts of the ship.
0: Just roll me a craft roll. need Aha, yes, good. Um that is a 18. An 18. If yeah. you kind of like pull some pieces of an old hull that you found and you slap it over this not enti- it's not an entire hull it's 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 still like the wood of the ship but it's just a little it's a little thinner than it than the rest of the ship is so you start laying down pieces of wood and hammering them into the side and it's it's not a fix but it's a fix for now it'll get it's it's still seaworthy you're still you're not it's not as vulnerable as you would have been Okay. Another day passes. You check on the captain. The tendrils have started spreading across her abdomen and up her ribs. Again, it's slower, but it's not stopped. Is there anything anyone wants to do for the rest of the day or shall we move on to day number two?
3: Yeah, probably just help help Blomo with any repairs or anything like that.
1: Great. Yeah. Okay. I- I think that Byte spends most of the day holding, like, full-on conversations with himself, Mm -hmm. Um, and every so often when he thinks he's alone, and he's probably being watched by someone, he takes a picture, uh, a a portrait out from his um, coat, a very waterlogged piece of vellum that he glazes two fingers over, and then speaks, almost whispers into it, and and then breathes... (sighs) sniffs real deep into the photo. Um and then returns to the wheel like nothing's happened.
4: Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyone um, anyone wanna do anyone wanna call the authorities on that or I feel like I feel
2: like it I feel like it's Pike. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like it's me <laughs> making it rounds slightly and I just catch it. And then I just walk by as soon as he's done and you can't even tell. Like Oh hi. Uh, Everything. Hello, Pika.
1: How are you? Oh, I'm fine.
2: Just making rounds. You look like
1: you're keeping yourself well.
2: Always. Um, p- p-
1: p- uh, p- p- Pika, if, if you were to characterize yourself as someone, how would you say that you deal with responsibility on a scale from 1 to 100?
2: How I handle responsibility? Yes. Um, I mean, I got a list of tasks, I'm told just to check on those tasks, make sure that I check all those task boxes every day, so I feel like I'm fairly responsible, no one's really complained.
1: And and you feel suitable to a a leadership position?
2: Well, I mean, I could do it. It's not a problem for me. I mean, Captain made me first mate. I don't necessarily know why. Maybe it's because I can check those tasks off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: A, a, lot, a lot of us don't know.
2: I I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I talk to Captain. We get along. Um, I don't know. I, I mean...
1: Do you think you could have stopped that kid?
2: I mean maybe but i was focused on the other people interesting yeah i mean it's not always good to dwell on the past we can't kind of change <laughs> we can't kind of change that captain got stabbed i, d- I mean we can't I I dwell on anything cuz i mean honestly cuz like if we start dwelling you know we start. We could go all the way up that chain, you know. It could stop from me, like stopping that kid, to like going, like maybe we never got confronted by a guy from our shady nefarious past. I mean, we could we could I go know. all the way up there. But you know, why it's, why get into that tangled web? You know,
1: it's insane the things that can just happen to you for no reason at all.
2: And you know, I mean, I just, that's a lot of stress on a person, you know?
1: It is so much stress. You got
2: so much other stuff to do, you know? Like, you're handling the navigating job like so fucking good, dude. Like, you got us out of that wave situation. (laughs) I mean, I I saw
1: that it was a wave, and (sighs) well, you know.
2: So, if you're worried about your responsibilities and stuff like that, I really think you're doing a good job. Bye.
1: Am I worried?
2: I don't know. I thought that th- I thought that was the conversation we were having. We we're concerned about responsibilities and goals, and I just want to make sure you know that you're doing a good job. Like everybody, this I, this is like the most solid team we ever I, had under cats.
1: I think Bite goes semi into an existential crisis as he starts to to think about. It. He scratches in at his chest where he's probably got some pustules amongst the chest hair. Well, Am I worried? I'm worried. You start to wander off from the conversation.
2: Yeah, I don't think you should be worried. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow morning. I'm going to turn it. (laughs) Goodbye,
1: Pika. I'm sorry I was worried. No, don't be. You
0: guys have this tense, stressed, worried conversation as the night comes to a close. And on to our next day. Pika, will you roll our D8? Sure, uh, I gotta step them. The sun rises and a wind kicks up behind you, pushing you forward with a little more speed. The currents seem to be on your side and you guys are, you guys are moving at quite a clip. You're gonna actually shave off a little bit of time. So you'll shave off a day of travel.
2: Anything else anyone wants to accomplish on this day? Can I thank the wind for giving us more speed? (laughs) Absolutely you can. Just like standing under the mass, just kind of in the midst of a prayer of some kind. Jess. And enjoying its company. I'm just having a good time. You
0: feel the wind on your face. And thank it for its contributions. Bite, I need your uh, roll. Oh for uh, either Wisdom or Logic.
1: Whew! Uh, A 19.
0: 19. Yep, you are expertly skirting y'all right along that line. You don't see anything today, so luckily it seems like a calm day in all the ways you need it to be.
1: I think that, like, Bites... Uh, Sailing takes on a near, like, mythical quality in that, like, no one quite understands how it's going so well. Mm -hmm. Like, he spends most of the day starfishing on the wet iron by the, the wheel and not even really looking at it. And every so often he'll move it like a minuscule amount of space from where it was at once and then lock it immediately, get pissed off and put it right back. Sometimes he'll be, you know, in the dining hall, uh, taking in uh, whatever they have on on a meal that day. And then suddenly remember that he's supposed to be sailing and rush back to it. Um, But it's going well.
0: Yeah, it's going beautifully. The captain is still declining. Slowly, uh, she tries to get up and, uh, and come check, and Norma and Raina kind of wrangle her back down. Um, she is now almost exclusively communicating in the language that you guys have heard her speak that none of you do speak. Um, she's like bleary and a little delirious. Uh, and just keeps repeating coffresi 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 coffresi, si. like that will be the thing that saves her. Um, anything else from anyone today? Or are we hauling ass? All right, Colton, give us our next d eight roll, if you please.
3: You got it. Let's see what we got here. That's also gonna be a seven.
0: Another day. Dawn's beautiful perfect currents, perfect winds. It's almost scary how perfect the weather is. It's it's like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Nothing ever goes this well. But it is. Uh bite, go ahead and roll me for navigation. Mm.
1: Uh, a 14.
0: A 14. Um, yeah, you're, it's, it's not the perfect day that it was yesterday. And I think a little bit of the stress of hearing the captain talking all the time in the, in the quarters where you are is kind of getting to you a little bit. So you're, you're kind of, you're making more trips up to the wheel and back to your maps and up to the wheel and back to your maps. But you're still on course. You guys are still set to arrive next day or two actually it's it's surprising how fast you've been going again it's scary how easy it is right now lomo yeah roll me that d8 for potentially your final day of travel
4: let's get it easy easy success Mm. now is it a seven? It rolled. No. It rolled, but it's somewhat cocked on my headphones wire.
0: I trust I won't you. I'll tell you what
4: it is. Should I re-roll?
0: Don't or tell me what it, it is. It? Reroll it. If it's if it's cocked, I trust I trust you to say it's cocked. Okay. <laughs> it's a seven. It's a seven? It's a seven. Oh, amazing. Man, okay. I had so much cool shit for you guys to see and you're just tearing past it. <laughs> You it, Stay on the way back. It's the third perfect day. There are like the water is clear. You can see like little shining fish darting around your boat, like they are riding the current that you're on. Bite roll me roll me your uh, roll me your last.
1: Pretty good, seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Yeah, you guys are. Moving at a clip and on the horizon, you can see the island of Boriken just kind of bubbling up out, out of the out of the surface of the ocean.
2: If you sail through the night, you'll get there by morning. If I pull out my spyglass and point in that direction, will I be able to see mm-hmm. the land? from this oh, Hold on, you cut out. What did you say? I have a spyglass. Can I like use it to clock that land? To so make sure yeah, that you... Yeah, you can easily
0: clock the land. Um, you know that uh, the island of Borican is um, a little bit insular. Um, there are ancient ruins crumbling on the northwestern side. Um, and on the northeastern side, there have been new kind of lookout pillars erected. Um this island way a long time ago, before the end, was um, colonized multiple times, and they are not looking to have that shit happen again. So they are, they're on the watch constantly, and they have several, sh- several ships ready in their, in their bay to deploy at any time that they might see potential
2: enemies. Would they just automatically assume that we are potential enemies? They might. Hmm.
0: You have you have several different kinds of sails to fly, flags to fly, um, means of communication that ships have. Um, so you can you can change those out before they see you. But if you come up in the night it'll be harder to see you. So it it depends, do you want to get there faster or do you want to get there safer?
1: I think Bite points up to the sails and says, we need to take him down. And there is a large uh, black sail with a skeleton figure with his arms up and stink lines all around him. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. He needs to come down if we're going to to land. Also land ho, I said it first, (laughs) like a captain should.
2: Right, yeah, he's right. There's land on the horizon. Um, land ho? But we won't make there till night, and if we want to deal with the, you know, the guards, we can just barrel through,
4: or we can try in the morning. Or we can try to let me fix the steam engine, and then we'll make it there anyway, and it'll be quiet and we won't need the sail.
2: Yeah, but like, that's gonna take time though. Like, you know, like we already got the sail. We've been moved, like, have you not seen how fast we've been going? It's been going I think they should
1: do it. It sounds fun. we're
2: already gonna meet landfall either by tonight or tomorrow morning. We just need to make sure that we're not getting tailed by the popo of this area.
1: (laughs) But then we could be mysterious. We've never done it with steam before.
4: But wouldn't steam make clouds
2: and we would be noticeable?
4: Not if it's foggy tomorrow or uh, it's For it what it's worth, kind of I say. Uh,
3: let's let's just let's do it in the morning. We shave some time off. We got here in good time. Sooner than we thought we would go in the morning. Yes. I'll take this. I'll take the flag down. That worked? All
1: right. Yeah. I'll take the flag down. I think that works so well. We'll go in the morning. We'll bury her. We'll call it a day, and we'll pick where oh. we're going next.
3: Uh, we ain't oh, goddamn by it. Stop with that creepy shit.
1: Uh, yeah. she, what, if we wait until morning, there's definitely no captain left. <laughs> is she that bad? She keeps talking in this it doesn't sound like words. I'm just gonna say it.
3: It's not Spanish, right? It's not Spanish. I don't know
1: Fuck. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not from from Augustine. It's nothing I've ever heard before.
3: Oh that's right, you're from Augustine too, goddamn.
1: I know all the songs, yes. I mean... yeah, beautiful.
3: What do you think, Pocket? What do you think, Cap Captain? Acting Captain?
1: Mm,
3: I don't know what I think. Titles.
0: Okay. Um
3: I'm gonna get that sail down. I'll go pull the sail down. <laughs> and I'll fly like if there's a if there's like a flag of like generally recognized neutrality, I'll make sure that one is is hoisted.
0: Yeah, you can you can hoist the. Uh, it's a kind of like sea blue and yellow flag. Um, it doesn't see a lot of use with y'all, but you do have it. Um,
3: it's probably still in the shrink wrap. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you uh, you hoist the colors and make your way. Uh, you you kind of slow down the. Um, the ship, you pull that you pull the the sails so that they're not uh, inflated as much. So Lomo, do you want to have spent any time during our travels trying to repair the ship's engine?
4: Yeah, I think that's it's like their nighttime ritual to actually get ready to go to bed. Um, mm-hmm. They'll spend like an hour or two.
0: Yeah, we'll say we'll say you had some of the supplies. Give me. I'm gonna say you need three successful craft rolls. So, DC 18 or higher, and you can roll once for all four days you were traveling. Okay. So you need
4: three successes over four days. First roll is a five. Okay. And a 10.
0: And a 10, all right. And a five. And a five, okay. And an eight and an eight. (laughs) There is an increasing amount of noise from below deck as Lomo basically dismantles the entire steam engine. They keep thinking they find the problem and then notice that the problem goes deeper. So they pull things off and go deeper only to find more problems even further in. Pika, you go down into the like bowels of the ship one day, and you, or one night, I suppose, getting ready for bed, and you see things strewn across the floor around where the engine was, and a distinct lack of engine in any kind of recognizable way.
2: Do I find the
4: the source of the the problem?
0: Probably. I would, unless unless you were going to be somewhere else. No, I moment. think
4: you can tell because the the flecks of glass are still in their hair and they have like a like a lantern so it looks like a disco you just follow the like disco specks on the wall and they hone in around them hunched over these parts in the engine room mm-hmm.
2: you know I, I don't know much about engines more of a wind sail kind of person but I feel like parts around the bow of the ship is not how engines work. How's things going?
4: Actually, very, very well. Uh, I know that all of these parts are already damaged. They were damaged when we stole it. And these parts broke while we were on it. So if I can just prioritize fixing ones that we broke, I think I can have this up a little later than what I said because I did say in the morning but now it's more like like a quick spring in spring is sort of where I was thinking but it's coming it's coming along
2: so yeah all coming
0: along Loma I'm gonna say you were working for four days on this with. In a high stress situation um, and no real progress, I need you to make me a resolve roll. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Okay. So
0: roll, um, and you want to get under your resolve.
4: Okay, wait, let me find my resolve. Aha, I did not. I rolled over it by two, rolled a 13. Okay, you are going to take
0: three points of resolve so you are gonna you're gonna subtract three from your resolve okay it's just over over the course of these four days you haven't found answers you've cut yourself on pieces of metal you've bonked your head a couple of times it's it's getting old and nothing is successful so you're gonna take a little bit of resolve damage okay um
1: I think at one point, Byte does find himself down there with like a cup of coffee in his hand and he'll come over and he'll slap like the remnants of the engine and just sort of lean up against it and looks right at you, Lomo, and go, this is
4: really coming along. This must be halfway done. I don't have to tease. I'm trying. It's just... What do you mean?
1: He stares genuinely down at it.
4: It's not, It's. it's... It's not going well. I mean, it's not going as bad as I thought, but it's not moving forward. I thought you were trying to be mean.
1: Oh, I thought it was done.
4: <laughs> Lomo looks back to the like array of parts behind them. It's. I don't. I don't know if this will ever actually run. Um, it's not done though. bye.
1: Have you tried this one? with that
4: one. To be fair, no. But that...
1: Give it, it a try, and it okay. goes back up.
4: <laughs> that would be a bomb, okay. And then they have... A, they gasp and then run <laughs> to where they... I think the explosives are. Um,
0: uh, up on the deck of the ship, uh, Colton, you're the only one up there as it starts... But bite, you make your way up there, and a cloud cover is kind of rolling in. It's not, it's not storm clouds. It's just it, it looks like it's clouding over. The stars are kind of being obscured as they're winking into existence. And you kind of pan the sky, and you turn to your left toward where the Bermuda Triangle is and there's a glimmer in the sky like there's a almost like a bubble on the edge of the Bermuda Triangle and as the clouds skate over through the bubble they reshape and reform into humanoid shapes. Massive, huge humanoid shapes—like you would be maybe the size of their palm—kind of huge humanoid shapes, and the clouds almost look like they shift and turn and start walking through the sky. You don't see any faces.
3: Holy shit! Turn and look. Oh, it's not just me. Thank God. God. I see it too. That's uh you ever seen anything like that no
1: <laughs> have you uh, hell no god damn do we do we talk to them do we introduce ourselves uh i don't know it, it, where's paka
3: where's so why would that matter well i don't know maybe they've seen this before
1: <laughs> <laughs> would that make them more impressive in your eyes no. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Pika <laughs> <laughs> looking for Pika.
2: I'll sort just I hear it from downstairs. Um There are
1: large women. Uh Yeah, you
0: two t- t- emerge behind from that. under the deck, you see the the like kind of shimmering bubble, and as the clouds pass through them, you see these clouds shift upright, and start walking, and like almost reaching out to the others.
2: Have I ever seen this ever in my life?
0: Um,
2: I'm a wanderlust kind of fellow. How many more? Oh, my nature lord, yeah. That's a a, a 12
0: a 12 no this is wholly different you have you've traveled a fair amount you've seen your fair share of things and you've seen your fair share of weird things this is
2: not a thing you've seen before I've never seen matter of sky like this before
4: Do we want to talk to it
2: mmm are they friendly? Well,
3: yeah, does it look like they're even acknowledging us or any of the other boats that are probably out there?
0: You look around they're They seem like they're more interested in each other. Okay. There's it. It, it looks more like a reunion than anything. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah. Kind of nice. Like they've found each other after a while.
2: Yeah, like a family I mean I I I feel like if we're not they're not minding us we shouldn't mind them
1: enjoy the show I guess yeah yeah. what if they're about to get cordial
4: and I guess then then grab a seat (laughs) a seat bite
1: it wouldn't be my first time as a voyeur he goes to the side and, like, gets a good little spot.
4: Oh, that's like, what he meant by his... cordial. Yeah. Got it.
1: Got it. Okay.
4: just figure, I think, um, uh Lomo pulls out uh, an umbrella and takes a seat as well. Which cloud do you think is in charge? Probably the one that doesn't always talk about being in charge. You should just call me a bottom. How dare you? <laughs> you said it.
1: Yeah.
3: We're all bottoms sometimes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> good, good. You all...
1: speaks.
0: <laughs> you all watch these clouds. These cloud people have their reunions. Some of them more physical than others. Um, It's peaceful, calm, a little scary because they're, as I said, you're maybe the size of their palm, but it's, it's something you wouldn't have seen otherwise maybe. And that's pretty neat. You all get some sleep be it on the deck, be it surrounded by shrapnel, be it in your bunks, be it slumped over a map. And the day dawns gray still, though you have a harder time seeing the, the humanoid forms in the sky. They're still there, but something about the sunlight seems to kind of warp and spread their defined lines. And you, hoist the sails back up with your colors of peace flying and start making your way towards the island of Boriken. And I think that's where we're gonna have a little break and then come back and finish our sweet little pirate game. (laughs) Thank you, friends. Thank you.